Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Welcome back to another episode of the show. And this week, finally, Carl. You're here, inside the car. <laughs> I know. All we had to do was go to the middle of nowhere, Montana, to finally be in the same place at the same time. But it's beautiful uh, here. We're at the Posop Resort. 30,000 acres in this property. So if you want to get lost, this is the place to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's really spectacular. you got these wide, rushing rivers right outside your tents and forests all over the place, and then there's all sorts of activities they let you do. So we're like almost a month from summer, but it's freezing. Not freezing, yeah. but it's gonna snow it's here tomorrow mid, for mid you. It's mid-May, and they're, they're threatening snow before we leave, so. So anyway, we're here to test drive the new Pathfinder, fifth generation. I own the first generation. I love that car, very square, very boxy. And they're coming back a little bit with that kind of design, modernize that kind of first generation. And uh, I mean, first impressions, you cannot talk about how it drives, but you can say if you like it. Well, they're clearly trying to, you know, put some of the traditional Pathfinder back in the Pathfinder. I mean, I think all of us would agree that once upon a time, it was a clearly direct competitor to the Toyota 4Runner. And uh, with a body on frame, you know, truckish yeah. design that could go off road and all that. And then all of a sudden it became... Well, let's just be honest with each other. A tall station wagon. <laughs> a minivan. It became a tall station wagon, even a minivan that didn't happen to have sliding doors on it. So it really lost what I think a lot of people thought of the original Pathfinder should be. And I think clearly now Nissan agrees because they're trying to make yeah. what is still a unibody, you know, car-based platform, tall, tall station wagon, look like the original Pathfinder with a boxier shape on the, on the outside. Uh, I don't think it's still gonna, you know, go over the Rubicon Trail, but um, it does look better. Yeah, and, and and most people will never even try that. But anyway, right. Uh, so I think like many other Nissan products lately, a lot of good technology, a lot of uh, good design, a good value too. I think they've learned lessons from the Koreans. <laughs> I I feel like Nissan has so clearly decided that surprise, surprise. A great product can turn things around for a com company. And, uh, you know, we, we think we'd all agree that it became all about cost uh, cutting and market share when Gone was in there. You know, he wanted 10% U.S. market share. Yeah. They wanted they had to do whatever they had to do to get to it. That meant a lot of incentives. That meant cutting budgets just to, like, try to, like, let the cars sell for as cheap as possible to get them out the door. And all of a sudden, they had terrible lease rates and terrible resale value because all those things are tied together and all. And if you start destroying a brand's equity... It all comes back on you. Sometimes it takes two months. Sometimes it takes two years. But it comes back eventually. So now they know. And Gone's gone. And there's a new leadership. And they're trying to put the company back in the right direction. And the last couple of years of product clearly shows that. The new Rogue yeah, and, is very uh, impressive. Yeah. And this car is very impressive. And um, what we have seen in Nissan Next with the Frontier, this one, yep. the Araya, the yep. electric car, and the Proto, all products of uh, Alfonso Alvaiza, who we're going to get in the show eventually yes. <laughs> in Japan. And also, who is still in the company is Bishu Yaya Mohan. He is now the senior product planner for Nissan. And I talked to him about this car and some other things. So let's go to the interview. And like, thank you, Carl. It was nice to see you here again. And now you only miss Lauren. So yeah. I'm going to see Lauren in Amelia Island, but you won't be there. Right. So we have, <laughs> We're to, almost there. We have to take it where we can get it when we come together. Yes. <laughs> Okay, here's the interview. As we say in our tagline, 
We bring you the world of the car from inside the car. But lately, because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to do that. But now, finally, we're here in Montana inside the new Pathfinder with the man responsible for it, most, most for it, Bishu Yayamohan, who is the product manager for the whole project. So, Bishu, I'm so happy that we're here together. And, like, we haven't done an interview, like, I think in eight, ten years now, huh? Uh, yeah, I think the last time might have been 2015, I think. So it's been a while. But as you said, I think even more so, I'm very happy because we get to be inside a car together for the first <laughs> yeah. time in a long time. I know. I so understand nice. that this is the first real uh, in-person program for Nissan in over a year. Exactly. And we are the first ones to be here. So like double first, that's uh, always good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're innovators. Yeah. So Nissan Pathfinder, fifth generation, uh, and going back in many ways to the original, I mean, more rugged, more utility, but now something that the, the original didn't have, all the technology, all the connectivity, all the safety features. This is really a lot in this car, right? Tell yeah, us about it. Absolutely, yeah. So really, as as we were talking about, the, the, the need is the ability to have three rows and have this vehicle, vehicle that works for your family in every situation. But the want is you want to make it look rugged. You want to make it look tough, and you want to have that capability to back it up as well. People are going camping a lot more, thanks to, of course, Accelerated by COVID. Uh, people are going, spending a lot more time outdoors. People are towing a lot more. And so those were the big things that we focused on and trying to balance those worlds of making it friendly on the road, but also capable off the road. Yeah. So let's start with the exterior design. And we are here in this beautiful post-op um, resort in Montana. And it's a perfect setting for it. I mean, because, I mean, you will drive from the airport here on the regular streets and roads. And then you get to this uh, off-road uh, course. And then, so we're seeing it here, and it like looks like in its in its element. I mean, it looks beautiful, and especially in that green color. I think what's the official name of it? Um, the obsidian. Obsidian uh, green pearl. Obsidian green. Yeah. It it looks beautiful. So it it definitely looks rugged, but also if you can see it from another point of view, it's also very elegant and very modern. Very, I mean, the lighting, all the naming of the the new logo of Nissan. Every element is there. So to combine every like those all those aspects, right? Absolutely, yeah. Again, you know, make it look rugged on the outside, but as you said, I like the word you use, elegant. You know, mature. Yeah. Uh, we're not trying to be too flashy. Uh, this is a vehicle that's got five generations behind it. We don't need to be flashy. Uh, we can be confident about the look and uh, and make sure it uh, matches the customer expectation. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned before, I think uh, last night at dinner, I had an original, yep. uh, the, the first <laughs> generation, and I love uh, that kind of square kind of vehicle. And I think you, you guys got the, that kind of uh, look in this one. But then there's so much more. I mean, I was, I'm so impressed about the space in this car. We're sitting right now in the second row. We have more than I, I will say three more inches in the front and like the people crossed. <laughs> yeah exactly and the people behind if there were people behind they yep. could be pretty comfortable absolutely and then on top of that well not on top behind that you have a lot of room there still yeah yeah absolutely that was I mean people are using this third row this is a real thing our customers have told us so it needs to be practical and flexible And coming from a person like myself that tends to be a bit shorter, trust me, I get to sit back there a lot. So I really <laughs> enjoy it. But it's comfortable. I yeah. mean, like you, and it's usable because yeah. I, I've, I have to say, I've seen other models 
uh, maybe smaller. Like this is this is what officially a mean mid size SUV. Yeah, we call this mid size okay. SUV or so a like large when, large. Actually, we would call this a large SUV. Yeah. yeah. So, but when you go a little bit smaller, like the third row, sometimes is like uh, like maybe not usable for humankind. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> but this one it's and then like uh, again behind you can put like that huge cooler, like 120 quarts, and yeah. then underneath you still have some more yep. uh, room for, for storage. Exactly, yeah. Especially that underfloor storage is really nice, right? You can do anything from hide per, you know, a laptop or a purse there to more appropriately for where we are, put your camping gear there. Put your dirty boots there. It's got a self-supporting lid and it's easy to clean as well thanks to it all being out of plastic. So, uh, yeah, it works in both situations. So tell us about how you managed to get all these because it's the car larger, taller, wider, how are the dimensions compared to the previous generation? The funny thing is the car is actually a shade shorter and it's taller. So we kind of bucked the trend of just going longer, taller, wider, and really focused on what do we what do we need to achieve on the interior and how can we do that efficiently? So we did things like, for example, even in the cargo area, just redesign the sides of the cargo area so that they use less space and allow, for example, a sheet of plywood to fit in the vehicle. So this is like the bed of an SUV, almost. <laughs> you can like, Basically. you you have like uh, that that capability. Also, you move the subwoofer from the um, audio system. Is it Bose in this car? Yes, this it's a case? Bose system, yeah. and we moved that Bose subwoofer from used to be in the underfloor storage, taking up space that the customer could use. And we've moved that to the side body of the vehicle. So it's out of the way and to increase that storage capacity that much more. So every single inch of the interior is uh, it was rethought and like redesigned to, to give more capability. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, as we're sitting back here, I'm just thinking of a story. I remember this rear HVAC control. It's down here in the console and it's for a few reasons. One is it's easy for kids to access. Yeah. Two, some of our competitors mount this up here on the roof. What that means is you can't have one beautiful piece of glass like we've got here. Instead, they have two pieces of glass, and it's difficult for kids to reach. So it's all those little decisions that go into how this car is what it is today. And then with the panoramic sunroof, I mean, it gives you even more sense of space. Exactly. The second row passengers can really enjoy that 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 uh, that sense of uh, openness, and especially as we're out here today in Montana. So then the technology. I mean, you can have up to, what is it, like almost 30 inches if you you add all the possible combinations of screens, you have a lot of screen space. Huh? Tons of screen real estate. I mean, a 12-inch TFT, uh, you can get a 9-inch center screen, you can get a heads-up display, 10-inch heads-up display, so tons of screen real estate and tons of charging abilities as well. We've got a wireless charger that we've designed specifically so that your phone won't fall out if you're going off-road. We've got six USB ports in the car that can charge anything from a phone to an iPad. And then the driver assistant technology, like the ProPilot Assist, tell us about it because that's like really, really impressive. And it, I've already known the system from previous Nissan products, but this is like a step, like the new generation, I would say, like, like the exactly. most advanced. Exactly, yeah. So what we've done is we've taken the previous system, which kind of melded ICC or intelligent cruise control with steering assist. So it allowed you to have a bit more relaxed drive in a highway situation. And what we've done is we've linked it now to the navigation. So it's even intel more intelligent. So for example, it knows it's coming up to a sharper curve on a highway. It might automatically slow the car down a little bit to navigate that a little smoother. It can read speed limit signs and prompt you in the center display to say, hey, the speed limit's changed. Do you want to slow down or ignore it? Yeah, okay. So it makes it much uh, comfortable, safer to drive, right? Like, so yeah. it, these systems really avoid accidents. I mean, that's what I try to tell people who 
who are in car shopping or something, and they see like this. In some cases, it's an option. Yeah. I don't know what in the in the grade where is it available or standard. But anyway, in any case, it's something worth investing in because it really makes the whole experience better, uh, more comfortable. But then, uh, in the long run, it's going to avoid accidents yeah. at some point. Yeah. And an accident means it's the end of your family vacation. It could be the yeah, end of your road trip. Yeah, it can be really whatever, tragic right? even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So... so Powertrain. Let's talk about it. Only one powertrain. Only one powertrain. We've got a 3.5 V6, 284 horsepower, and we've mated it to an all-new nine-speed transmission. Yeah, and the transmission is shift by wire, so you have even more space. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm a I'm a big tools guy, and I love to put you know have storage for that. I get to fit an impact driver, a drill, a hacksaw. Anything can fit underneath that under underfloor storage or under console storage space. So it's really useful. Okay, so. Um, we cannot talk for this particular episode about pricing still, but uh, we can talk about what cars... It, this segment is very competitive. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have the Honda Pilot, the Kia Telluride, the Ford Explorer, but uh, from what I understand and we what just talked about, like a lot of stuff and like Nissan is a new... In this new era of Nissan Next, where you're offering all this in a very, very competitive way, right? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be very... It's a competitive segment, as you said. Uh, but we're going to be coming out with some very competitive pricing uh, and, and certainly some of those uh, safety features, for example, will be standard across the board. Excellent. Well, thank you, much, uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we're going to keep enjoying here a beautiful Montana. The weather is perfect. <laughs> I heard it's, going, it's snow coming. We're in the middle of May and there's still snow coming in this area of the country. But anyway, we've got a beautiful day here. We're going to keep enjoying the Pathfinder. And uh, again, congratulations to the whole Nissan team because, I mean, what I've seen, what I saw in Nissan X a few weeks ago in Miami, the new Frontier, the new Pathfinder, the new Araya, the electric car, um, and the Proto, which is still uh, <laughs> a prototype, but it's coming down the line. I mean, so the whole lineup is like pretty new, right? It's an exciting time. Yeah, sure. excellent. Thank you very much again, and we'll be back with another episode. Thank you, Javier. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.